0: Hi there, this is Matt Wakeling from Sydney, Australia, and you're listening to the Guitar Speak Podcast. Now today we speak to Drew Roller, a Melbourne guitarist and filmmaker who has just produced the incredible documentary Acoustic Uprising. Drew traveled the world speaking to some of the world's foremost modern acoustic guitar masters, including Khaki King, Newton Faulkner, our own Tommy Emmanuel. And Andy McKee, just to name a couple of the incredible world-class musicians featured in this film. Now, before the interview, I had seen the trailers for the film, which looked absolutely incredible. Uh, since the interview, I've seen the whole film, and it is breathtaking. It is so well produced. It's uh, such, such an exciting film. Now it's a pretty exciting time too for Drew himself because the film has had its international premiere in Austria. It's also had its um, UK premiere coming up. There will be premieres in Canada and the US and Australia. Now I'm very proud to announce that we, we as in the Guitar Speak podcast, will be involved in the Sydney premiere event, which is happening as part of the Sydney Guitar Festival. Now this uh, film screening, you'll, you'll find out more about it during my interview with Drew, but it's not just the film premiere, which in itself is awesome, but it's a, an event with performances, uh, a live Q&A, and much, much more. Alright, now before we uh, get to the interview with Drew, I want you to hear one of the trailers. It's obviously audio only, but it still gives you the whole idea of, uh, of the scope of the film. So some of the voices you'll hear are the names I mentioned earlier, Newton Faulkner, Tommy Emmanuel, Andy McGee and Khaki King. Check it out. The fundamental principle
1: is to try and make as much noise as possible with one instrument. We're not uh, trying to just strum chords and sing kind of, we're trying to have a complete piece of music on, on the steel string acoustic guitar. And with the acoustic, I am the band. The acoustic guitar has found its way into almost every musical tradition in the world. And it's a shapeshifter. This is a little orchestra with the bass and the melody and the percussive elements.
0: The harmonics, which are really just like these light beams of sound, you know, just like flying up into the heavens. We're seeing this huge explosion of everyone trying to explore the guitar. It's because of certain pioneers in the guitar's past that we are now seeing this range that we'd never saw before.
1: It's a very haptic experience playing the guitar. It pulses against your chest, it breathes, the sound holds right over your heart.
0: Drew Roller, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thanks for having me, Matt. Great to have you, Drew. I'm really excited to speak to you about uh, your fantastic film, Acoustic Uprising. Now, um, we'll definitely get to that, but to, about yourself, what, what's your background in, uh, in music and filmmaking?
1: Okay, so I'm uh, uh, 41, so I'm not as young as I used to be, but I'm still as passionate as I used to be about guitar, clearly, because I'm making documentaries about them. Awesome. But um, yeah, I started playing guitar uh, like much like uh, many... Young boys in the in the uh, early 90s or late 80s. I I wanted to be in a, a hair metal band. I wanted to play like Metallica and and uh, you know I wanted to have have the the audience adoring my rock wizardry.
0: Awesome! I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. yes, So um, over the years that I've sort of grinded off the edges of that into now um, being very much an acoustic, an acoustic solo artist. Okay. So um and that's that's my musical side my yeah. professional side i'm a, a software designer so mm-hmm. um so i you know, i've got a successful career in, in software and um design and and that sort of exercises that creative muscle all the time um and then yeah the the, the guitar is really sort of the passion project on the side which tends to get a bit neglected okay. these days
0: well, it seems like you've really combined those interests um, in, in producing this documentary. Um, when did the inspiration uh, to create this film strike you?
1: Well, it's, a, it's actually sort of the core of the story is is the um, the inspirational impact this music tends to have on people. I, I remember the day I was on the train platform, uh, Richmond station in Melbourne. If you're, if you're a Melbourne person, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It was a cold winter's morning and my guitar buddy sent me a, a YouTube video. And this was back in the day when YouTube videos were, you know, there's probably um, more Facebook video these days, but this YouTube video was a, a video called Passion Flower by an artist, John Gomb. Uh-huh. and I, I don't know if you're familiar with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: You are? So you know it's pretty breathtaking stuff.
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: Yeah, and so it, it, that video uh, sort of encompasses this style um, the holistic approach to the guitar, using it as, a, as a, an instrument, a um, uh, percussive instrument, using the sort of textures of the wood and scratching it uh, and tapping the neck, um, and just that sort of um, multi armed approach that John Gom. Uh, encapsulates in that song it was just breathtaking and I was instantly hooked uh-huh. uh, and that's that really was the trigger for all of this.
0: So did you with your own playing did you try to uh, in, uh, incorporate some of those techniques?
1: Yes I mean I've told this story a lot but <laughs> it, that, that video made me want to give up throw my guitar in the bin <laughs> yeah. and then you know two hours later I picked it up and practiced harder than I ever had before to try and and um, take that Take my guitar playing to the next level. Okay. Yep. It, it really felt like I'd seen that the ceiling had just become the floor, and my whole interpretation of guitar had just changed overnight. It was one of those key moments, and and that's kind of what we're hoping to do with the film mm-hmm. is to to share that inspirational moment.
0: So the film. So how? When do you start thinking? Okay, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna do a documentary on this style and chase up some of the key figures in the world.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it was maybe six. 12 months of just absorbing YouTube videos of just, uh, you know, I'd be at work watching YouTube videos of these guys tapping and scratching and and playing their guitars in all these unusual ways. Um, You know, I I just, I wanted more. I wanted to learn more. And there wasn't a way to learn more. So I sort of had this light bulb moment. Um, There needed to be a documentary and, you know, Maybe you could crowdfund a documentary about this this style of playing. Maybe maybe there's an appetite out there. There was definitely an appetite for the videos as yeah, you know. For sure. Some of the bigger some of the bigger names like Andy McKee and John Gom were having quite big viral success with the videos. Yeah, yeah. So so, you know, there was definitely an audience out there and it was just a matter of using the you know, the modern digital social technologies to tap into that to that audience. And that led me to starting the crowdfunding campaign in wow. 2015.
0: 2015. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was going to ask when. Uh, yeah. When it grew legs.
1: Fantastic. Well, and then. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to say 2014, I had the idea. Yeah. Um, I was working on that with a friend of mine who also plays uh, percussive fingerstyle, Mark Fisher, who's a Melbourne guitarist, incredible player. So we, we developed the idea. Uh, and in March 2015, uh went live with the Kickstarter campaign.
0: Okay, great. And from the very outset, did you know you wanted to travel the world to
1: to find these amazing players? It, it's, it's really hard making a documentary as an Australian. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what I found out along the way is that, <laughs> is that you know, um, a lot of these guys are in the UK and the US. Yeah. So, um, you know, having, uh, having to travel so far is expensive, obviously, if it's time-consuming. Yeah. Uh, and so, and it also limits you in terms of the access that you do have. Sure. It's like you, you have to get the interview, you have to nail it there and then. So look, yeah, we traveled around the world a couple of times and we didn't really intend to do that. So um, it was a bit of a surprise and that we were successful, I think, in the first place. So um, we were a little naive getting into it, to be honest, but it, it was a really great, fun ride.
0: Wow, that's cool. Did you um? So he, did you establish contact with the players first? Did you just rock up?
1: at no. gigs? How
0: did you uh, How did you pin <laughs> these people down?
1: So yeah, it was a gradual, step by step process. You know, we we the first thing we did was we we kind of went to the mecca of fingerstyle in Europe, uh-huh. which is the the Thomas Lee Boot Camp, and that's featured in the film. Now, I, I don't know if you've heard of the Thomas Lee Boot Camp, but it's basically. Uh, a pilgrimage that fingerstyle guitarists from all around the world go on each year to go and and uh, congregate and uh, to learn guitar from the masters of the art of fingerstyle. Uh-huh. You know, this you, year you just this on Tuesday, just Tuesday this week was the premiere of the film at the boot camp, and there was John Gom, Thomas Lieb, who who is the Austrian, uh, the guy who runs the camp, uh-huh. who is also one of the original pioneers of the movement. Uh, and there was Stuart Ryan, uh, who's a, a more of a Celtic traditional fingerstyle player. But those three guys, are, the, you know, they're the Jedi masters of fingerstyle for this year's boot camp. Uh-huh, wow. so, um, so that is kind of the we, – we secured access to that through Thomas Lee. And once we did that, yeah. we were able to get access to the te- the teachers and the community there. Okay. And, yeah. and captured this amazing scenic backdrop of the, in the Austrian Alps. Oh,
0: man, um, the um, – the- there are parts of this in the main trailer, I believe, and the um, the cinematography is breathtaking. It's just incredible.
1: Yeah, well, you know, not too bad for a, a an amateur, a guy. <laughs> we 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 were lucky, and we had some um, some good ad- advisory help from a, a trained cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ma- majority of the work that we have in the film is is pretty much um, a couple of newbie guys with with. Um, you know, fairly low-budget gear. So we're, we're happy. We're really happy with the result.
0: Oh, mate, it is um, shot so beautifully, yeah.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot.
0: Awesome. So you're at the um, – I'll get to the premiere in a moment because I, I, sure. I definitely want to – man, you must be just buzzing right now about that. But um...
1: we yeah, we I am pinging around at the moment <laughs> all over the place. We've got a lot going on. for sure.
0: Yeah, full on. So, okay, so you get um, you get in contact with those guys. Um, there's also players like Tommy Emanuel, our own Tommy Emanuel. That's um, correct. Yeah. Kaki King, who's just fantastic.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that was, yeah, that was the fun part of this was actually seeing it grow too over time. Uh-huh. Once once we got we set up, you know, the boot camp, we built that relationship, and we were able to collect those voices and those people in for the interviews yeah. and then w- we slowly saw people come along we actually went to canadian guitar festival as well after the boot camp oh, okay. in 2015 yeah so we caught up with a bunch of other players like don ross Callum graham and Manelli jamal over there um and so once we started getting um more and more we started to find people started to gravitate toward the project which okay. was great when, yeah, was... when when um you know um, people like Kaki King and Newton Faulkner want to be involved. It was fantastic. Oh so, yeah, I bet. Yeah, we 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 didn't really miss anyone. There's maybe a few people we would have liked to have got gotten to, but um, we're really happy with the amount of people we're able to squeeze in the film.
0: Fantastic, man! Awesome. What were um what were some highlights from that travel? I mean, it just sounds like you've had the the best two years. <laughs> of your life by the sounds of things. But,
1: it, it has been, I would say, the best experience of my life, getting to meet some of my absolute heroes uh-huh. and become friends with them over time. It's, it's been amazing. That is probably the highlight is that I can call some of the best guitarists on the planet my friend. That's amazing to me, right? That's incredible, man. So, yeah. Um, the boot camp look, is, in Austria is amazing and has to be the highlight. When you see it in the film, just the beauty of the, the Alpine region there. Uh, it's such a great sort of backdrop to the beauty of these solo acoustic virtuosos mm-hmm. um, uh, just sort of t- coming together in this amazing scenic backdrop. So well, there's so many highlights. I really don't know, but um, the boot camp is the obvious one just because of the sheer beauty.
0: Awesome, man. That's cool. Tom, Tommy Emanuel lives in Nashville a lot of the year when he's not on the road. Where did That's you right. actually pin him down to have a conversation?
1: So we're, we're lucky in, a, uh, in that Andy McKee and Tommy Emanuel share management.
0: Oh, okay. Yep.
1: So once we got Andy on board, because Andy is a, is, you know, a pretty integral part of the, the, um, the sort of new modern acoustic guitar story with his massive success with drifting on yeah, YouTube. yes. Yep. That that's kind of a, a one of the set pieces in the film. We we explore how that happened, the events leading up to that, and the change that it's had on Andy's life. So Andy's management is the same management as Tommy, and and uh, they were able to connect us up. And it's funny because the Australian was the hardest for us to get. Really, as, you know, as an Australian <laughs> production, you would think it would be easy to get an Australian guitarist, but he was the last to come on on board. So, wow. but we were happy to get him, and he he was just a consummate professional tommy i could make a documentary about tommy on his own he's he's that he's that good in front of a camera
0: oh i bet i bet i mean that could be an awesome project in itself so that's cool yeah. so whereabouts did you get get a hold of him
1: we got him very easily at the main guitar factory in melbourne oh so mate, the
0: your beauty, yeah
1: exactly so we we're, we're lucky we've got a few um, Melbourne-based guitar companies, uh, Cole Clark Guitars are in Melbourne, and yeah. Maiden Guitars. Excellent. So we've we've formed great relationships with those two companies. Oh,
0: that's brilliant! I've had um David Stedman on on this show, the uh, the managing director of uh, Maiden, and yeah, he's a great guy, very accessible, very yeah down to earth, and um, passionate about about those guitars. So
1: I haven't met David, but I, I hope to I hope that I get to meet him.
0: How about Kaki King? She's um. She's great, as I mentioned. I've, I've loved her stuff since, um, what was the film where she was the guitar stunt double? Um, August oh, Rush, yes. I think.
1: That's right, August Rush, yes. Uh, that's, yes yeah. She actually, we have some, um, some background, uh, some uh, interview material that's not actually in the film about August Rush. Oh, wow. Uh, and also about the documentary Into the Wild, where she uh, became part of the soundtrack as well. Oh, brilliant. Um, She's got a few stories um, that were really interesting that didn't make it into the film, but she actually um, was really insightful. Her, her, her take on the history of fingerstyle was, was one of the most compelling uh, takes in the film. Okay. But, yeah. you know, she's, incred- she's an incredible player, and um, yeah, I think the quote from Dave Grohl is, uh, you know, there are good guitarists, there are great guitarists, and then there's Khaki King. You know when when Dave Grohl says that you know, you, you know you're you're on something. People like her and Newton Faulkner, who you know hit um, the, the, the top ten, you know, with um, some percussive acoustic That's guitar. Right, back yeah. in, back uh, it would have been nearly ten years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got Newton on board as well. We're cool. we're really lucky with this project because. It, inspires so much passion this this style of playing music this acoustic solo virtuoso performance art inspires so much passion that people from all over the world volunteered to be involved with the project you know we had accommodation offered to us we had people shooting for us um shooting interviews that um over in the UK, somebody did that for us over there, so we we're really lucky. Khaki
0: King, you said she mentioned the the history yeah. of, of some of this style. I saw, um, I mean, there's pictures of uh, Michael Hedges in the trailer, and um, I know Preston Reed was a was a big influence on Khaki. Um, yes, yeah, some of those people mentioned in in your film as well.
1: Absolutely, we we take it back to you know the Robert Johnsons of this world. We we look at. You know the solo acoustic guitar as a as a performance art. Where did you know where did that sort of originate, and what were the you know what were the cultural um, you know, underpinnings of why you know that that perform- that way of performance? It, it's almost come full circle. You know, um, blues musicians in, in the uh, the Delta blues or the Piedmont blues era were were performing to um, make a living on the street in, in Duke juke joints, right? Um, and, in, and we now, in 2017, it's harder than ever before to make a living as a musician. So these solo acoustic guitarists are kind of become this little little symbol of um, you know the economic form factor that can be a touring musician. You know, so um, yeah, we go right back to you know Robert Johnson. We talk, we look at uh, Blind Blake and John Fahey and Leo Kottke and all these on Wyndham Hill um played a massive role oh, yeah, so we sure. we try and chart that lineage through so it's the documentary is not just um a showcase for modern players but we we look at the history and we bring we try and bring it forward from you know the very humble beginnings of the guitar uh through to the you know the modern monsters like don ross mm-hmm. john gom andy McKee.
0: yeah cool awesome man so when you um when you wrap up filming, what's, what's the process then in terms of editing the film, um, getting contacts to
1: uh, premiere the film? or what, What's that process like? It's a very uh, time-consuming one. Mm-hmm. So we had hundreds of hours, over 100 hours of material. So we shot and we kept on shooting uh, and we, we spoke to hundreds of artists, Not hundreds of hours. Yeah, hundreds of hours, yeah. So we spoke to, you know, all the boot campers. So, um, you know, all the young kids coming up. So there would have been, you know, 40 of those people. And then we spoke to 30 or 40 of the the top A-list people. And then we spoke to luthiers and academics. Uh, So we had all this material in in the editing suite. And we had to make sense out of it. And we had to try and pull a story together. Mm -hmm. So um, the process was long and exhaustive, and a lot of whiteboarding and a lot of sticky notes and that sort of thing, uh-huh. and um, pulling together a story. Um, and it was was about identifying, you know, the core themes of this and actually writing it, writing it. Um, so there was there was a bit of refinement, and and we're still polishing the edit, you know, hours before a, a cut goes out to a premiere. So. Um, yeah, the the edit process was time consuming, but um, enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, it's right. now we're now getting into the marketing side of things. Okay.
0: Which, Man. which
1: you know, it's a little challenging.
0: Sure. Then there's so many facets. I'm I'm the type of guy that at the end of a film, I sit there, I sit there, and I watch all the credits, and I just can't believe how many little jobs there must be. Yeah. <laughs> to make up the couple of hours I've just spent. Uh, enjoying you know it's just it just seems massive um but again from the trailer it just looks so um so professionally and so lovingly put together i'm uh yeah really excited to to see in full for myself
1: i look forward to sharing it with everybody
0: yeah hey now tell me about the premiere that's um that's got to be incredible
1: yes well it's it's a very exciting time for us we we just premiered in in london on a sunday uh not this sunday just gone but the sunday before yeah mm-hmm. and then we had a and so that was a london premiere at the london guitar night at the troubadour yeah, which yeah. is a prestigious guitar institution in london that's had people like Jimi hendrix and bob dylan and uh, jimmy page and things uh, people like that play there so we were, that was incredible to be able to premiere there uh, globally yeah wow. uh, we then premiered on tuesday at the boot camp in austria in, at the mountain where the 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 film was birthed so that was a big moment for us as well uh and we've got we've now lined up a series of uh you know we've lined up an unconventional approach to a, a film distribution strategy where we're not premiering at film festivals we're pre- premiering at guitar festivals
0: yeah brilliant.
1: so we're going direct to the audience and um so far we've lined up eight eight uh guitar festivals uh, around the world which is fantastic we're so happy to to be doing that so our, our our next premiere is in Canada on the 29th of July mm-hmm. so that's at the Canadian Guitar Festival in Ontario Great. for any of your Canadian listeners
0: yeah definitely and, we've got some uh definitely got some Canadian and uh very north got some friends up in the top of America too who I'm sure could yep. make the
1: trip we're, we're also we're also showing at the Indi- Indiana State Fingerstyle Festival on the 29th of July as well same oh, day awesome. so that uh, so And then we come back to Australia. We're at the Melbourne Guitar Show on the 5th of August, yep. um, which is fantastic, uh, my hometown. I'm so excited to be premiering in, in, in Melbourne at the Melbourne Guitar Show. Yeah, it's it's cool. But beyond, beyond my wildest dreams. So that's August uh, 6th, I think, August 6th, mm-hmm. yep. the Sunday, and it's at the Caulfield Racecourse in Melbourne
0: great yeah that's a great show um, yeah it's been I think it's gone from uh, every couple of years now it's a, an annual event and that's uh, yeah a really really cool show
1: yeah so we're looking forward to that uh, we're, we're also at the Sydney Guitar Festival which is amazing as well This the inaugural year for the Sydney Guitar yes. Festival which I think you're involved with
0: I, I will be yeah we will meet up in person there which, uh, which will be cool
1: that will be fantastic um, so yeah that's 27th of August yep and we're, we're screening there uh, with a performance from Van Larkins, who is a Candy Rat finger style guitarist, yeah, Candy Rat uh, Records. Uh, and he's incredible. Yeah, he's an yeah. incredible musician. So we're excited about that. Joe Robinson is playing after us in, yeah. the, in the evening. Yep. So it's, it's a massive day. There's a lot going on there at the Sydney Guitar Festival. Absolutely. Um, and we're really looking forward to that. We're playing at the Concourse uh, I believe it's the large. Uh, uh, it's not the theatre. What it, you mentioned it earlier oh, was. Did I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> the main. <laughs> well, it's, the...
0: It's, it's the main room at, at the concourse yes. at Chatswood. Yeah.
1: That in Chatswood. That's yeah. that's correct. Which so is a
0: beautiful cool. a beautiful room. Um, Michael Fix is playing also um, after the after the film. That's right. He's on he's so... on that same bill with um, with uh, Joe Robinson as well.
1: Yeah. So it should so... be
0: fantastic. Yeah.
1: Yes, it's incredible. We're we're over the moon to be invited to to screen at these events. Cool. Um, you know, from humble beginnings as a Kickstarter project two years ago, that you know, 160 people backed us. You know, um, from 23 countries around the world. Wow. Um, but um, you know, very small beginnings, and and now we're touring the world, which is fantastic. It's right. it really, is. I couldn't I couldn't ever imagine it in my wildest dreams. So. We're really excited,
0: man. That's that's awesome, Drew. I'm super stoked for you. Have you gotten to any of these premieres? Uh, did you get to London?
1: No, unfortunately, I didn't get to London or the boot camp, uh-huh. but I will be at the Melbourne Guitar Show. Yeah, cool. Uh, and Sydney, obviously. Good. And we've got a few other things in the works in in Asia that oh, okay. uh, that we're not ready to announce yet. But hopefully, sure. hopefully, because it's a little closer, I can get to those events. So. Uh, it's all very exciting, and it's all warming up quite nicely.
0: So, Drew, if people can't get to any of these premieres coming up, how could they end up watching the film?
1: They can uh, buy the film on Blu-ray, DVD, uh, stream, or download in late October, two thousand and seventeen. Okay, that's cool. when we'll be we will releasing to the, to the wider public. So, awesome. we're we're a few events, a few exclusive events to build a little buzz, and then October, late October. Early November at the latest, we'll be releasing to the masses. Excellent. Uh, and, yes, yeah, so head to acousticuprisingfilm.com uh, and there you can sign up and get a, the updates on all the release information oh, that's there. That's cool.
0: That's great. Fantastic. I, I, I feel tempted to say what's next, but it just seems like you're on the, the <laughs> edge of this wave right now. So.
1: Well, no, actually, I could speak to that. We, we are going to be running... A cinema on demand campaign. So, uh, in, in in parallel with these premieres around the world, we're going to we're going to run the, the festival guitar festival circuit throughout the year. We'll also be running cinema on demand, which is when fans get on social media and they start a screening and they start hosting um, an event, and so they can have a screening in their town, whether it's in Colorado or Um, Newcastle Mm -hmm. so um, through platforms now like Fanforce and uh, these web based platforms you can uh, through social media, through the power of social media you can build a screening seat by seat Uh, so that'll be a big part of what we're doing Uh, and you can go to our website excuse me, to get involved with that Uh, if you go to Mm -hmm. acousticuprisingfilm.com our events page our screenings page has information on how to get involved. Excellent.
0: Very cool. Well, that's great. Well, Drew, thank you so much. Really cool to meet you. And um, as I said, I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person at uh, at the Sydney Guitar Festival as well when, when the Sydney premiere rolls along. And, um, mate, please get in touch um, as if things unfold for Asia or whatever. Um, we'd love to share um, any, any news regarding uh, this amazing-looking film. With, I'd really uh, appreciate that, listeners. Matt. Cheers, Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you, Drew. Thanks. We'll talk again. Okay. Cheers. All right, there's my conversation with filmmaker Drew Rollins. I'm, uh, yeah, genuinely excited for him and and the great stuff going on around the film that uh, he's obviously put his heart and soul into, and it's just a fantastic product. Now, uh, a little bit of info about the Sydney event. It'll be on Sunday, the 27th of August at the beautiful Concourse Theatre in Chatswood, the, uh, the premiere, for $20 you get to see the premiere of the film, which is great, but there's also the live Q&A and a live performance from Van Larkins, great Australian guitar player who's actually featured in the film. Now after, after the, the film screening, if you want to hang around for 35 bucks, you get to see the, the full film event plus the festival closing jam which will feature Joe Robinson one of our guests this year fantastic guitar player Michael Fix another one of our brilliant guests from the Guitar Speak Podcast will be also performing live and there'll be some other all-star jams featuring the best and biggest from the Sydney Guitar Festival there's links in our website guitarspeakpodcast.libson.com that'll direct you to all of that kind of stuff all right I'm going to get out of here. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher or iHeartRadio. And uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter if you want to say hello there as well. Thanks for joining me. My name's Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. Bye now.